You're listening to the Boss Up Your Brand podcast for entrepreneurs who are looking to elevate their brand both on and offline. I'm your host, Jessica Alex of Jessica Alex Marketing. Hello and welcome to another edition of Boss Up Your Brand podcast. I am, of course, your host, Jessica Alex of Jessica Alex Marketing, and I'm so glad that you're able to join me today for another episode. So when I decided to start this podcast, one of the things that I said was I wanted to have a segment called Brands We Admire, and that would be featuring female entrepreneurs that I felt were just doing a a phenomenal job when it came to their branding online and just their branding overall. And I wanted to have them come on the show and we would just talk about how they were able to build the brand that they have been able to build and offer advice and tips for upcoming entrepreneurs. And I was like, okay, who am I going to have as my first guest for this segment? And hands down, I knew right away that it had to be Teresa Lee Brown of Lee Event Group. So let me tell you about this amazing female entrepreneur. So Teresa Lee Brown is the founder and creative director of Lee Event Group. She is a mother, a mentor, business leader, and philanthropist with a mission that far exceeds any of these titles. An event professional and change maker at heart, Teresa guides the light to boost personal incentives that allow opportunity for impactful development within her community. With over 10 years of experience in entrepreneurship in the business industry, Teresa Lee Brown is also a business coach that specializes in helping professionals increase individual productivity and in generating customized development plans to enhance business growth effectively and successfully. Whether you've been a business owner for years or a professional looking to advance your career, with Teresa, you will learn how to define your priorities and values, make powerful decisions, strengthen your leadership skills, and move forward in your professional and personal life with confidence. Wow, she has really been able to accomplish so much over the past decade, and I'm so glad that she was able to join us for the Boss Up Your Brand podcast in the Brands We Admire segment. So without further ado, here's my interview with Teresa Lee Brown. I'm so excited to introduce to you Teresa Lee Brown from Lee Event Group. She is an amazing entrepreneur, a complete rock star if you ask me. I got acquainted with her brand over a year now and she's been around longer than that but she's just been amazing and amazing inspiration to other female entrepreneurs. I love the way that she shows up. I love the content that she brings and the way that she's able to connect with her audience. So I knew that I had to have her as my first guest for the Brands We Admire Just to give you a little bit of background on Teresa, she actually started her business in 2010, and that is Lee Event Group. And by the end of 2010, she actually was able to go full-time with that business. She also has a brand called We Rise Experience, which was started in 2019, and we're going to get into that a little bit more as well. And she also has been a business coach for the last five years. Now, on her Lee Event Group side, she's grown her team to eight people. And she's been able to do events across the world. We're talking Los Angeles, New York, Chicago, Miami, Atlanta, Spain, Paris, London, Jamaica, Barbados. Like this list goes on. So she's definitely been able to travel the world and just do amazing things. And she's been featured on Huffington Post, Essence Magazine, Toronto Life, just to name a few. So without further ado, 
please join me in welcoming Teresa Lee Brown. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. And I feel completely honored to be the very first guest that you have. Wow, no pressure. (laughs) No, definitely. I really appreciate it. Like, so this segment, Brands We Admire, it's just, I want people to look at brands that are just doing amazing things as a form of inspiration. And I was like, okay, who would be the first brand that I can show people like, this is what you should aspire to be or who you should look for for inspiration when you're trying to boss up your brand. And so I'm so honored that you're able to join me and, you know, can be an example to my listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to, you know, sharing as much wealth and gems and knowledge as I can to your listeners. Awesome. Thank you so much again. So, I mean, it's been quite uh, last, what, year, I would say? (laughs) Yeah. It's interesting because last year I featured you as one of the eight Canadian women entrepreneurs to watch. So then I was like completely enamored with your brand. And now I'm glad I'm able to also feature you on here as well. Thank you. (laughs) No problem. No problem. So I did mention, of course, that you started your event business in 2010. What led you into your field and like, why did you start your business? Prior to entering the event industry, which is what the event group had initially started off, was just an event planning company. I was working in in the corporate world as a VP of finance. So in addition to me working as a VP of finance, I was also their event production manager slash go-to person for that same company. So they had me doing sales conferences, Christmas parties, and the company was very large. So we're talking like 1,200 employees. So we're not talking something very small. So I think they really just had me doing it initially because I was, you know, super organized and I really had an interest for, you know, bringing people together and having events, etc. But once I decided to like get into the event industry through them, so that introductory platform uh, or exposure, I should say, I just learned that I had a really strong passion for curating experiences and I was really good at it. So that's really what led me into, you know, starting event planning, if you will. Right. So you did start that, as you said, part time. So it was on the side that you're doing it. And then you, by the end of the year, you actually were able to go full time, which is absolutely amazing because a lot of people, it takes them a lot longer than a year to go full time. So that's amazing that you're able to do that. When did you know that it was time to scale up when you were doing your business? That same year that I started the event group, I unfortunately was diagnosed with cancer. So I was sick and um, I literally was laying in the hospital bed like after I had my surgery and I was by myself for a short period of time and I was really just reflecting on what I really wanted. And I realized that I only had one life to live and I needed to spend it fueling my passion. And although I was working a nine to five and I had, you know, a senior management role and I was really good at that, I just knew that there was no spark for me and I needed to make that change. So at that point, I really made the decision that I I had to walk away from, you know, my corporate job and follow my passion. In addition to that, I also began planning events really quickly. So, you know, when I started at the beginning of the year, I had, you know, a handful of jobs. And then by Q2, I was 
already doing like 25 events. So I realized that I couldn't manage. It was essentially like I was working two full-time jobs. So I really couldn't manage both. And I I made the decision that, you know, from being a part-time business, even though it was only for like six months, that I needed to transition to having the event group as a full-time business and finally leave my nine-to-five job. Wow, you are such an inspiration. I I can't even imagine, you know, what you have to go through, but you are like an epitome of strength, grace. I appreciate that you shared that with us. Thank you. Going through all of that, you're able to decide, okay, you know what, like I want to focus on what I'm passionate on. And then, you know, as years have gone by, as we mentioned, you've been able to grow to a team of eight. Like, how did you know? Because sometimes as business owners... You know, you know that you need to hire, but then you may not necessarily hire right away. Like, when did you know, okay, it's time for me to grow my team and just get and get bigger? Like, when did you know that? So I guess it's a combination of things. I mean, the first thing is obviously at the time I was working, if you will, two full-time jobs. I had my nine to five and then I had my, my passion career, if you will, on the side. And it moved very quickly into a full-time role. So I knew relatively quick that I could not do 25 events by myself and I needed to make sure that I had a team that understood you know the logistics and the dynamics of the business from A to Z without compromising quality because one of the reasons why I started my business not because I found it as a passion but as well because I found that there was significant like under representation in the community when it came to having people produce events that look like myself so I really wanted to fill a void and I did want to compromise quality or any type of you know client experience by half-assing it for better lack of words so I knew that once the money started coming in I had to make some really clear executive decisions and prior to me going full-time or even prior to me even starting the event group I'm always a planner at heart meaning I really am that person that will grab that piece of paper and you know, crunch numbers and figure out like what projections and what goals I need to have even for like a two year plan out. So I was always ready to hire. I really just needed to make sure that the revenues were coming in. And then once the revenues came in, then that was like my, my golden ticket to start hiring. So I had already had job titles and job descriptions and, you know, processes and procedures already ironed out at that you know, conception time. So I was ready to go and I didn't have to slow my business down. Other than onboarding individuals, I didn't actually have to slow down the whole process and and start to brainstorm again on like, okay, what do I do now? I need to hire somebody. Amazing. So basically what you're saying is you're a boss. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) One of the things that I love about you and your bossiness, as I I like to call it, I mean bossiness in a a good way because I think... You know what I mean? Because sometimes as women, we're told like, you know, we're called certain things when we're quote unquote bossy, right? Or it's like a negative thing. So I'm trying to like look at it from a positive standpoint, right? Like it's okay. Like claim your bossiness, right? So you, when I look at you and I, I see that, you know, you show up very bossy online. What's important to you when it comes to how you show up online? That's a really good question. I would say for me, it's ensuring that everything that I'm doing is complementing my brand. So my aesthetics are cohesive and most importantly, I'm being myself. At the end of the day, like everyone is not going to be my audience. So I need to just show up in my most genuine and authentic self online and in person so that it results in me attracting the right followers and the right audience and the right clientele. I think in addition to that as well, I would say that other things that are important to me uh, is just keeping up with trends. 
I can't take all of the credit because I do have a team, but I always make sure that my content online is like regularly updated um, by doing consistent audits. So there's a member on my team that pretty much manages my social media, all three platforms. And I just make sure like with her, we have our weekly meetings and, you know, we're consistently doing the audits that we need because as you know, with social media, there's a new challenge or there's a new trend and not necessarily all of them apply to you know, myself in the sense of something that I may want to do. But in a general sense, you know, it's just really important to make sure that everything I have is complementary to all of my platforms. I love it. And the thing is, so we are doing this strictly through audio, strictly virtual, but I am literally nodding my head as you're speaking. Like I love, <laughs> I'm agreeing with everything you're saying, showing up authentically, being consistent, as you said, keeping up and doing audits. Like I love all of those points. I hope people are taking notes right now. And also, um, speaking of, you know, having that bossiness and that bossy mindset, as I would call it, what's your main mindset when it comes to all of your brand? No pressure with this question. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say my main mindset consists of just being impactful intentional and inspirational um, for each of my brands. So I, I basically want to show others that if you're going to do it, do it right. So I aim to inspire other risk takers. So like if it's somebody that's just, you know, really looking to take things careful and slow and, you know, not really okay with risk, then I may not be, you know, the best brand to follow because I I really speak to a lot of risk takers out there that look like me um, and that want me to help them see that there's opportunities for them as well. And I would say I'm passionate about creating opportunities and sending the elevator back down to those that are starting their entrepreneurship journey and those that are in the beginning of development stages of starting a business. So that's why my mindset really is focused on just being very much impactful, intentional, and inspiring. And I get all of that when I see your brands online it's very interesting and i mean this in a positive way of course that the words that you've used i get that i gather that when i look at your posts so that's another key thing you know for those that are listening you know you want the keywords that you use to describe your brand to match the content that you're putting out there i love 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 that and then also speaking of the fact that you and the way that you show up online. Even during the pandemic, you've continued to show up consistently and you've had to make, I'm sure, certain pivots. Uh-huh. But like, how are you able to do that? How are you t- able to consistently show up even though, you know, the pandemic has thrown a lot of things off? I mean, there's so many things to consider before I answer that. But I mean, for me, as I mentioned earlier on, I'm a planner. And when I say planner, I don't mean necessarily an event planner in the sense of, you know, putting together events, etc. I'm thinking more of, you know, speaking of myself as someone that is very organized and likes to be 10 steps ahead. So for me, Showing up throughout the pandemic really meant just being proactive was probably one of the main reasons why I was able to continue to show up um, and facilitate a feasible pivot in my business. I didn't really have to pivot because, you know, I'm always looking at projections at least 24 months out for my business, but no one predicted the pandemic was going to happen, obviously, and we never thought like it would impact us the magnitude that it did. But however, as I said, being a part of my preparation prior to COVID, so it it was an essential piece and just making sure that I had an idea of like the trajectories of my business, as I said, 24 months out at minimum. And then I think in regards to that as well, I also ensure that there are aspects of my business that are universal, things such as 
Um, so outside of the event planning that I make that are very generic, like my business coaching and mentoring, my business development services, um, and then my passive income that I have that's obviously not necessarily associated to any of my brands. As I said, you know, we didn't predict uh, a, a global pandemic, but there were some aspects of my business that I had to pivot. Event planning, I do in real life. That's my specialty. And obviously, you know, given gathering limits and restrictions, you know, we had to pivot to virtual, but a lot of my client base is wasn't really interested in that either. So we didn't really have to make a significant pivot, but the business itself kept running as a well-oiled machine because we had, you know, other, as I said, generic aspects of the business in place. Love it. So again, B-O-S-S period. That's basically it right there. <laughs> I love it. And what I also wanted to find out from you is like, what do you love the most about what you do? I would say the number one thing for me is creating opportunities. So I have 80% of my team represents the BIPOC community and we're 100% female based. So I think that excites me just saying that because creating an opportunity is what I always wanted to do. I want to create jobs. I wanted to you know, build generational wealth. I wanted to empower other women and show them that, you know, you can be a boss. So creating opportunities for others definitely takes the cake for me. Leading the way, setting the bar and just inspiring others. I'm able to inspire those that doubt their abilities almost every day. I get a DM that I've inspired somebody and that just fuels my fire. You know, it just keeps me going. I would say as well as an entrepreneur, I love working for myself and doing things my own way. So I also love that inevitable trial and error process that comes with being a business owner you don't always get it right the first time obviously but I thrive on that so the fact that I'm always hungry to just learn has allowed me to quickly learn any task at hand which ultimately led me to consistently like pushing forward if that makes sense Oh no, 100%. I love that. I mean, I can relate to the part about the entrepreneurship, right? I love being my own boss as well. But what really struck me is when you're talking about what you love the most is the people that you've inspired. Like that to me is is golden, right? Because when you know that you can help other people, like we're, no matter what business you're in, you're in the business of helping people. So I love that that is one of your core pieces that you love about what you do and I have to say this too like you do have a team and as you mentioned you have someone running your social media and all of that but I've never got this sense from you that you're like I'm trying to think of a nice way to say it (laughs) um but that you you know like your your nose is in the air kind of thing right like I've never got that sense from you I've always got a down-to-earth vibe from you Oh, thank you. That's so important. It is. It is, right? Like, you know what you're about. You know who you are. You know who what you stand for. But that doesn't mean that you think you're better than, right? Than the next oh, person. Definitely. I've never gotten that start. We all start somewhere. And just because I didn't necessarily have anyone to send an elevator back down for me, I used all of those things that I didn't have to feel what I can do to help others. I didn't want to continue that cycle. You know, I really just wanted to start something else. And I really wanted to just let people know, like, who cares if I'm in the industry 10 years and you're only in there 10, 10 weeks? It doesn't make us any difference. Um, you could be bringing the same set of skills and be a boss just the same as, as I am. I love it. And I hope that, you know, of everything, like you've said so many, you've had so many gems in this interview, but that's another key part that I hope that people really take into consideration, right? As they're growing and as their platform is growing to just remember those that are coming up after you, right? So I love that about you. And I just wanted to give you that, you know, let people know, like, 
the type of person that you are. Because as you said, like one of the things that is very important for you is that how you show up online is how you are offline, right? Yes. And that is so key. You never want to be in a situation where you're building up a brand and when the person meets you, in person, they're like, wait, that's not the same person that I know from online, right? So right. I love that about you as well. And that's something that I hope people don't look over and they really think about that as they're continuing to build their brand online. And just, I was wondering if you had any advice for other entrepreneurs. I know you've mentioned that, you know, you send the elevator down a lot of times for those coming up, which is amazing. Do you have any advice for those entrepreneurs who are trying to build their own empires? Yes, I do. So I would say some advice that I'll share with other entrepreneurs would be, um, it's not always about who you do know it's those connections that are huge when it comes to building an empire so take the time to know people and network outside of your circle not necessarily just your friends or people that you feel comfortable with but definitely step out of your circle be patient and take time to do things right when building an empire like subconsciously you'll want to compare yourself to others that are already doing what you're doing and whenever you feel like you're getting frustrated in those development stages just remember that other people and their businesses aren't posting their obstacles you know that they've had to overcome in order to get to where they are so inspiration over comparison is what i tell even my clients that I coach, like the importance of just making sure that they're inspiring or they're inspired by what they see. They're not comparing themselves to what they see. Work hard. Like working hard is essential. You have to live and breathe your brand. I can't emphasize that enough. I think, you know, I know right now the work-life balance is trending. That is not what worked for me. Um, And I successfully have built three brands by doing these steps. So I, you know, live and breathe my brand and I work hard. I also would say be prepared to sacrifice because when you're really truly ready to sacrifice, it's going to propel you 10 steps ahead. You know, if you're, as I said earlier in the, in the interview, like if you're just comfortable and you're in your comfort zone and you're okay with just small steps, then, then I'm not the brand to follow because I'm really focused on pushing people out of their elements and really showing you what you can do to excel your business in a, in a relatively quick speed. My three R's that I like to share as well are researching, reading, and resetting. Ensure that you're always researching and keeping up with trends as business is always evolving. The moment you stop being a student is the moment you stop progressing. So like that is what I tell, you know, my coaching clients as well um, in their sessions. Just I'm always stressing to them those three R's. And I say the last thing I can think of is just don't be afraid to ask for help. Remember that like no one has got to where they are alone and there's no shame in the game. Everyone needs a mentor that can assist them in their growth or somebody that can help them, a coach of some sort, mentorships, coaching, you know, somebody that you can confide in and help you along the way that's more experienced is essential because they've already done what you're trying to do and they have the tools and knowledge to help you grow. So I would say those are all my advice those are about five or six major points but to share with other entrepreneurs that are really wanting to help elevate and build their empires i love it like every single tip that you provided i again people i hope you have been taking notes this is amazing advice that you shared and i hope that people can you know follow your brands if they're not already and get that inspiration that i've gotten and i know that so many other women have gotten from following your brands can you let the people know how they can get in touch with you or keep up with you so the best 
best way to keep up with me is through Instagram on any of my platforms. My main platform is the event group. So that's L-E-I-G-H event group. We Rise Experience is our women's empowerment summit. So that's We Rise Experience is the handle for Instagram. And for my personal brand and coaching and blogging, it's Teresa Lee Brown. Love it. So I'll definitely put those links in the show notes. I'm just so happy um, again that you were able to take the time and join me today and just thank you for being you. I wish you all the success, continued success in growing your empire and I look forward to continue to watch you thrive. Like I love it. Thank you so much for having me. It's been it's been a pleasure. Awesome. Take care. All right, you too. Wow. So Hopefully, after listening to this episode, you feel inspired, you're feeling bossy. I know that I'm feeling bossy after listening to that amazing interview with Teresa. She just gave so much insight and just like, I love the confidence that she exudes, right? And in in her bio, I mentioned how, you know, with working with her, that you're able to feel that confidence. You could see that just by or hear that by listening to her, right? And, And the interview, how confident she is in who she is and what her brand is. So I'm hoping that you were able to take so much away from this interview. And I will definitely put her information again in the show notes so you can keep in touch and check out her brands as well. So until next time, I'm Jessica Alex. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Boss Up Your Brand podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find my podcast. And don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think will love it. Until next time, stay bossy. Stay bossy.